I'm gonna hit to everyone. Dis Discord Discord seems to like really not want you to use the everyone, but okay, no, I just did it. Ready? YOLO. What? Yo! Oh! Oh, what the <laughs> fuck is that? That's the wrong image. <laughs> Why is it empty? Are we dead? Are we are we in purgatory oh, now? God, What's going God. on? Everything's I'll fix it. What is that image? That is heaven. Why? Oh dear. What the, what the fuck? That's very surreal. What? There we are. Are we vampires? What the fuck was that shit? Why weren't we on the video? I don't know. What was what was that image? Yeah, fix it. Fix it faster. What have you done? Did you kill us? We did. Have we? Winston, I yeah, wanted to tell one. you. What? About the... Driver San Francisco. Driver? Oh, okay. Oh, I've, I've heard some things about this. Uh, what, what have you heard? Um, I've heard that... Hey, um, I fixed it. Hey, thank you. you um, thank you. The previous Driver games were pretty, you know, rote driving games. Mm -hmm. But then this one was about your driver who died in a car crash and then you become a ghost. You're, you're like... not dead, you're in a coma. Oh, you're in a coma. Yeah. Okay. And then you and possess... And while, while in the coma, people. you have the ability to possess any driver right. in the city, right? Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you, you play the game, Callum? I've played Driver 1 and Driver 3. Oh, but you haven't played the, the interesting only, one. The only thing I remember about Driver 3 is there was, like, this... I think it was the first game I'd played that you can... If you drive into something hard enough, you fly off the bike. So me and my brother would always just... Mm -hmm. We were, like, really young. We would just drive into walls and just watch the guy, like, fly. Because we'd never seen it before. Like, we never played San Andreas or any Those of City did that as yeah, well. Yeah, like, mm. we just... Were but it's amazed. interesting because this game, Driver San Francisco, was a bit of a hit, right? Mm. It was pretty popular. Mm. And recently, people have started noticing that it's impossible to get. You, I guess you, cannot, you can't play it anywhere. You cannot get it on any storefront. Uh -huh. You can only get it on like the dark web. Huh. Excuse the, me, on the dark on web. The, on the deep web. Wait, on the dark wait, web. wait. Yeah. So it's so not it's on like, Steam. It's not a new play. It's gone from it's like every snuff major videos and then like Driver San Francisco. Driver San Francisco. Basically, that's fucked up. Yeah. What is in this game exactly? Is it like some forbidden magic? No, like, I think people have um, argued that it's probably like a licensing issue, either a car yeah. or a song. Of it's happened with a lot of games. Mm. Yeah, apparently there's about 745 games that have been released but that are not available. You can't mm -hmm. get Blur anywhere. Really? You can't no, get... Uh, I bought Split Second Velocity, but... Mm. Can't get it anymore. It's it's broke as fuck. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> on on PC. I think it's I think it's a mix of like there's no there's no developers left mm. to support it for like newer operating systems, so they're just like okay we're just not selling it then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you've got games like games from the eighties like you have fucking System Shock available. The, the yeah. original Deus Ex like, mm. surely you can run them on emulators. We're talking about mm -hmm. a game from two thousand eleven. Yeah. You're talking about Driver still or something else? So, talking about Driver, right? Oh, right. What, what, is it on Xbox 360 or something? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. PC as well. So people, people have made like, well, they're working on emulators for 360 and PS3. Uh, so that game was out for less than five years. It took longer than five years to make mm. and it was taken down in 2016. Huh. Mm -hmm. So it feels really bad when you think that they spent six years on it mm. and it was out for five years. Mm -hmm. It's pretty shitty. Wait, they spent six years making that game? Something like that. I, I haven't even seen gameplay of it, so I don't really... It actually, honestly, when I saw it, I was like, the animation work is mm -hmm. pretty incredible for the mm -hmm. time. Like, yeah. it's fucking legit. Mm -hmm. And the camera angles are fucking sick, and the cars mm -hmm. are fucking sick, and mm -hmm. 
The destruction is really good. Mm. You can't run over uh, pedestrians, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. they yeah. just dodge out of the way. But, <laughs> well, it's not Vice City, but, mm. yeah. Is it time for the indie remake? Well, people no, have been yeah. putting petitions up to get the, the game back. Really? Mm. Uh-huh. Because I heard uh, a petition was submitted for um, Alan Wake. Because mm. Alan Wake was taken down as well. What? Really? Yeah. Alan yeah. Wake? I didn't know that. Yeah. For a couple of years, I think it was unavailable. And people, I just got that shit on the Epic Store. Yeah, people yeah. argued about it so much <laughs> yeah. that they renegotiated the uh, the deal with uh-huh. Warner. Mm-hmm. And, oh, really? Uh, it got back, yeah. Oh, fuck. So people are hoping that by petitioning for Driver, it'll I come see. back. Power of the Nerds. Yeah, I hope so. It's, it's really <laughs> unique. Like, it's yeah. a really fucking weird uh-huh. game. Yeah, no, it, sound, it sounds really cool. And and it's got more dialogue. It's got more lines of dialogue than Mass Effect 2. It's got 150 NPCs, and every time you jump into a car with a different NPC, mm. yeah. when you take control, if there is a passenger in the <coughs> car with you, they don't know that you're not the person you're meant to be. You're just, you're just like, oh, Joey, why are you driving so, like, so fast? Stacy, what are you no, doing? No, literally, literally. And well, you're, don't worry about me. Fellas. What the hell was the budget on that game? I don't know, but it was a lot. Why, why was it made with such exquisite, loving what? detail? What would you just do? I uh, ended it. You I need to it. put my stomach in way of you. What? Oh. 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 And it could be heard very loudly. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> you were like inaudible. Oh, good. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Well, well, at least right. you put it early. Okay. Hello. Cheers. Um, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was that was the uh, the intro music. Um, <laughs> There's a new song called Driver San Francisco Beats. Still a little quiet. Um, us. Oh, he's still yeah. we're a little yeah. doing, doing the tweak. That's all right. We need a warm up anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't even do the introduction, so we can just talk about that all over again after the introduction. Sure, sure. Uh, so who right. are you? Wait, Callum, what are you doing? I'm turning up the mic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody! Welcome to Spunk Radio, <laughs> Game Dev Podcast, <laughs> Samurai Punk, <laughs> and friends hanging out. Uh, we've got myself, Winston. I'm one of the company directors. And my two f- uh, fellow spunkins, <laughs> friends, spunkin, spunkin noodles. Uh, I'm, I'm Syrian. Syrian, the art director, and I'm Callum, the 3D and character artist. <laughs> D3D artist. Welcome. <laughs> Somebody just followed us. Oh. The random gamer 42069. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank Damn. you and uh, welcome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we talk about what games we've been playing, uh, sometimes we drop in some hints of what we've been working on, uh, give you updates on our games. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> News. Um, did you know that the, the Earth is actually a triangle? Oh shit. Yeah. It's not flat anymore? It's, yeah. It's, it's well, it's flat on some surfaces, right? There's a it's new a, religion, yeah. it's a tesseract <laughs> that is yeah. constantly reforming. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But, Winston, isn't yeah. a triangle flat anyway? A Touché. pyramid is in Touché. 3D. I meant a pyramid. Do you, do you even math? Like, are you a programmer? No, oh, no, man. Yeah. Anyway. Just, I just play the Vuvuzela. That's, <laughs> that's my role. That's my role in the company. So, uh, what have you guys been playing recently? Uh, so, I have still been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, <sighs> but I mean, okay, so the the thing that I can note about um, note about it recently is I just entered the. Um, they have like different areas that are loosely inspired by real places in the world. So I just entered the like fake Japan oh, place, okay. uh, and it's so cool because it, it's like it is inspired by that aesthetic and that style of architecture, but everything is like 
fantasy and uh, you know amped up to like twenty. So you have it's, it's enormous Japan Square Enix. Yeah, yeah. So you have like enormous like Japanese castles and huge bridges, like big hot spring areas, um, and everything is like romanticized to look extra extra nice. So I'm walking through the this town. And I'm just getting like constant flashbacks of my holiday in Japan. So it's like, oh, this is like that market store that I was at. I was like, oh, this is when we went to the hot springs. It's like, oh, this is this castle that we checked out. Mm. And this one town just has all these highlights mm. of the, the like the most memorable and lovely moments of my holiday. And I'm so nostalgic just walking around. I'm just like, shit, man, I don't want to leave. I just want to <laughs> just sit here forever, hang out in the hot springs. Um, and I'm I'm really enjoying that, but it's telling me I need to fucking go back to Japan. I, can you can you explain to me why? Holiday. It's yeah. at the moment it seems mm. like every person I talk to, every second person I talk to is like, I'm going on holidays mm. to Japan. Weebs. No, but in Australia, oh. everyone goes <laughs> to Japan. Um, Jetstar makes it cheap. Um, it's I guess it's a ve- such a different environment to Australia. I guess people appreciate mm. that change of scenery. The food is really nice. Mm. I mean, Japanese things are just kind of just considered like cool and classy these days you got like uniqlo uh you got all these like ramen shops opening yeah. in melbourne it's kind of just like in close chinese yeah clubs. really <laughs> <laughs> i um, think it's also offshoot of like it's like part of those places that are really close by to australia mm. um mm. places like bali and stuff they're like really close and cheap flights and stuff like that Bali you hear more for like you know middle aged couples or like Every, it's, drunk, it's like the quintessential uh, oh, drunk middle aged couple we're going to Bali kids yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always Bali it's always Bali in Japan but like mm. and maybe Thailand mm. sometimes yeah mm. but you never hear about like Cambodia or Laos or but those are are they further away no they're no no they're within the same range yeah. China Mongolia I guess mm. it depends just depends on like even Korea like I don't hear anyone going to Korea Korea's becoming bigger though yeah, yeah. Korea's com- becoming more popular just you wait mm. it'll, it'll be big soon yeah. I mean like <laughs> Australia we're like you know we're, we're pretty spoiled we're like first first world country um, Japan is also you know you go there everything tends to be pretty nice mm-hmm. you're not gonna be like walking in like human shit like on the streets and stuff. Well, you referring, it sounds like you're referring to something yeah. like San Francisco, but I can't uh, put my uh, finger <laughs> on it. Although that said, <laughs> fucking on White Night. Uh, so um, o- over on the, over on uh, the weekend, <laughs> on the weekend, fucking on White Night. So so Australia or Melbourne has this event where they light up the city. It's called White Night, and there are all these public exhibitions and things. People, you know, take over the city. Um, <laughs> There was one like on Flinders Street. Play what's on, on, <laughs> on Flinders Street. So on Flinders Street. So the cities are packed, right? On Flinders yeah. Street, there was this one corner, mm. like you know where it was like Flinders and uh, Swanston. Mm. There was a there was a sewage burst. Oh, on yeah, yeah. on what day? On on the fucking on uh, sorry on uh, Saturday morning at like one a.m. I was walking home, and then I was oh, walking shit. past, and then I was like, "What's these little tissues on the ground?" And then like, oh, there's some like, this is brown stuff. Oh, <laughs> and, like, that's nasty. Oh, there's that's like nasty. logs of human shit just like on the street. <laughs> and like, some of them had most definitely been stepped on. Man, which yeah. we're emulating America yeah. so oh. hard right now. It was just, I was oh. like, no. Because like, I was there on Saturday as well. Yeah. Oh. And um, I think I left um, that area around 12. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anything. So maybe you just got really unlucky. <laughs> yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. It's oh. 
I mean, I was. I mean, if you stayed back half an hour, you could have seen a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I actually managed to see basically every single event. Okay. Oh, really? Wow. By, by How complete, long did it take? Like four hours. Oh, okay. By complete chance, yeah. I. I literally went to the NGV, yeah. National Gallery, and then mm-hmm. went downstairs for that weird, like, experimental sound thing that gave me a headache. Okay. Then yeah. I uh, headed out to, um, what's that called? The gardens next to Fed Square. Next the, to Fed Square. Yeah, they're called... It's B- not botanical. Birrarum, whatever, they've got an okay, Aboriginal yeah, name. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, then went to uh, Treasury Gardens, that was mm-hmm. really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's just, like, pillars of light that would, like, pulse and rhythm, and... And like Blade Runner music, mm-hmm. and everyone was just like tripping. It was, it was <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. People were like, yeah. it was it was pretty odd. Like I was I was quite shocked at how surreal the exhibits and stuff were. Yeah, like, were, were they trying to? Was the vibe going for how do we make everybody in Melbourne feel like they're tripping? On <laughs> no, like, like even the, the animations drugs. on the buildings, you know, yeah. they, they project stuff yeah. on buildings. Like yeah. all of them were like so cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what the previous years were like, but this mm. year was amazing. Yeah. Well. I actually went two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was really, really underwhelmed. Really? It was like sardines in a can. You couldn't move an inch. And I feel like, because it used to be in March, mm-hmm. and I feel like they've moved it to now so that it's not actually that yeah. busy. Right. In no, March, because it was, like per- it was perfect weather, yeah. mm. and it was always really nice, but it's so packed because mm. it's summer, everyone wants to go out. Well, this year they spread it on like three days as well, so that helped a lot. I, I definitely think they were like, okay, because thinking about it that way, I'm like, that mm. sounds way better. Mm. But also, because it was raining on Saturday for like 10 minutes, mm. no one got out, mm-hmm. so it was way, way less crowded. That sounds great. <laughs> um, but also, there were a lot of tourists, a lot of Americans and lots of French people around. Oh, really? Like, oh. yeah, but a dozen. Right, right. But, um, and then oh. there was the Mad Max one, which... Was it was just straight up the guy from Mad Max, like the guitar guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. They, they had all of these were the actual cars from mm. the movie as well. I'm pretty oh, sure. Because at first I was like, wow, they, they rebuilt all of the cars from Mad Max Fury mm-hmm. Road. That's a lot mm. of effort. Mm. But then the more I looked at it, the more I was like, this is way too detailed just for this. Mm-hmm. Mm. They've got to be the actual props. Mm. Like you'd see like a like a bunch of chains dangling yeah. on the inside of a car, and you're like, I don't think that would go for that, that <laughs> yeah. much detail, mm. right? Hey, can we just oh. check something real quick? Can yep. you? Can you open the Chrome window? No. Because our things just keep saying... Probably broken. It just says connecting to chat. I don't know. If, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, hey, sorry, our chat wasn't working, uh, but we see it all now. Uh, I see First you. time we're talking about literal shit. Why haven't you joined sooner? Well, we can talk more about that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, seahorse with all the poo emotes. Hello, hello. Um, yeah, we just weren't seeing any chat before, uh, but we got it all now. Um, when was the last time you saw human shit, Callum? <laughs> just, I just did. You just, you just did a big ago. shit? Oh, oh did, you, did you bring it with you? Well, actually. Yeah, oh, here's, I, yeah, here's yeah. one we prepared earlier. Grand paper bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best segue. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. If only we had the 4D smell of vision <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Just because it's gone from the overlay, we can get to 15 subs, get new emotes. Ooh. If you get to 15 subs. Callum will take a shit on stream. On this table. Yeah, on this table. That's why it's framed yeah, so yeah. high. Please, please don't. Anyway, what have so, you uh, been playing, Callum? Uh, <laughs> Talking about Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of Katamari. Um, huh. That's been nice. Mm-hmm. I like. I love Katamari. It's just like that, a very chill experience. Is that the infusion? Um, what else have I been playing? 
Persona, more Persona, bits and bobs here and there. Mm-hmm. I've been actually reading like comics and stuff, which I haven't done in like ages. Um, mm-hmm. But it's been nice to like get back into, I think. Having a full-time job has actually opened up more time for me to do shit and mm-hmm. not like do shifts in three separate jobs kind of thing. Ah. You know? Interesting. Mm. I mean, well, when I, when I was working casually, mm. I would spend all my free time working on a folio because that was all I was stressed about. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, you know. The good old days. Mm. <laughs> Thank God it's gone. <laughs> now you can enjoy comics such as, what, Garfield? Mouse. What? Oh, yes. oh, oh, right. Oh, you're still going through the oh, no. yeah. Garfield? It's almost finished. It's really good. <laughs> Mouse and Garfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complimentary, the yin and the yang. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you know what I've been playing? What have you what been, been playing? playing? I've been playing The Council. Private. No? Wait, what? So have you heard oh, of The yeah. Council? What? Okay, no. so what The, the, the Council is, is, it's a French video game. Okay. Which, I didn't know it was French, right? Mm. It looked really cool, kind of stylized, a little bit like Dishonored. Mm. It's kind of like indie Dishonored, uh, and the gameplay is really boring at the moment. Okay. It's story driven. Uh-huh. It's basically like a you know a walking sim where you have to find clues and mm-hmm. do stuff, and it makes so little sense that it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. So you remember Remodded? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Remodded, but in a different genre. Mm-hmm. It's the same quality of jank because yeah. if you look at the screenshots, you're like, oh, that looks nice. In motion, it looks like garbage mm-hmm. everyone is constantly twitching all the time when they're talking they're just kind of like they're always constantly like moving back and forth <laughs> like they're having a seizure mm, maybe they're just um, yeah, like nervous yeah. within the, the first 20 yeah. minutes so it's it's like 17 you know like the French Revolution it's like 1780 or whatever mm. I bump into a couple of people like a duchess and a priest and I'm like okay cool guess who else I bump into casually the Pope uh, George Washington <laughs> oh. and I'm just like it's it's literally George Washington yeah. I'm visiting from America and you're like what the fuck god damn it okay and you're trying to find your mother and it's it's got the same problem as Jim Radar where the character will repeat the same thing 50 times to make sure that you got it so every 5 minutes it's like I mommy must, no I must find mother oh. where is mother uh-huh. must uphold my mother's legacy uh-huh. you know uh-huh. yeah. and um it's got an interesting gameplay element where it's kind of like god, thank, thank you thank you little Ryuk it's a bit like um, like The Walking Dead or Telltale's sort of games where you yeah. have to make choices in dialogue, but it changes uh, it changes the outcomes like very, very strongly. So someone will ask you a question and you can lie or tell them the truth, but if someone else in the room is there and you've already told them the truth, they'll know that you'll be lying. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to remember who you've been telling what to who. Mm. It's really hard. That sounds okay. pretty interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Is it done well? Enga- is it engaging or like interesting it's not super interesting so far no. I guess I'm kind of curious but I mean it's kept you going so far how long 20 minutes 20, mm. <laughs> 20 minutes I wasn't I wasn't really in the mood for like a, a story driven game so uh-huh. I was like I'll get back to it later yeah. I think Seahorse wants to know what happens if you hit him if you hit him I, uh, George Washington you can't I assume that's the thing you can't, you, can't you, you can only walk and talk you can't do anything else so mm. there's no combat so far they have guns but I haven't seen any right. combat and there's one really hilarious bit where um, there's like a gate with like a lock mm. on it and then you grab a metal bar like an iron bar and you try to force it open and he's like no nah, it's too difficult I can't do it I, I need to find another way to do it <coughs> what? but because in the perks I chose I yeah. have strength Yeah. you try it again and then he goes ah that was easy oh yeah you just gotta like <laughs> I guess someone forgot in, in the dialogue tree that assistant. you could just yeah you just gotta do it again yeah 
But what if you didn't do it again? Oh, then I'd be stopped for like an yeah. hour trying to find a different. <laughs> and the worst thing is that gate is like on a pier, and there's like a little gap, and you could literally just like jump across, but you can't jump in this game. Vidja games. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I I really think we should stream it, Callum. I think you'd love it. Let's do it. It's super jank. So. Uh huh. Well, so what com- what compelled you to play this game? What what was alluring? Uh, the the dishonored aesthetic. Um, the lighting is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the VFX are garbage. Um, I was also wondering how janks it was. It's very janks. So you, uh, you do you enjoy games that are jank? Like, is that actually a quality that you look for? If it's if it's kind of like, if it's not too tedious, uh-huh. like something like um, Vane yeah. is really beautiful, but it's tedious as hell. Uh-huh. I don't like that. Uh-huh. No matter how beautiful it is. Whereas if it's really funny and it's kind of like. It doesn't take too much effort to get through. Uh-huh. I'll happily play it. All right. There's definitely a line between like jank and mm-hmm. entertainment because mm-hmm. like something might be like a really good game, but it might be kind of jank, but you'll still play it. Mm-hmm. It's like Mountain Blade. Yeah. Right. Mountain Blade is like literal jank, but yeah. that game has a cult following because uh-huh. it's just such a good game. So I've heard that there's this term called um, it's like a like a subgenre of like RPGs, then they just call them Euro jank. Have you heard of this? <laughs> no. I think there's like particular like European like really really in depth crazy scoped like RPGs. Maybe this is the genre like... that we've been playing. Yeah. Maybe. Like I think um what was it? There was a game that came out recently, Elex. You ever yeah. heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elex, and I think they did um some kind of pirate games before that. That game was always just a meme um, to me because. Mm. I have a friend called Alex, but mm. we all call him Alex. Oh, <laughs> and I just read that as oh, Alex, and Alex. I'm like, eh, and then Alex. I just closed it. Oh, no. But so, that wait, never had... that's an RPG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which so, country? I'm not sure exactly. I mean, you can look it up. Um, chat, if anyone knows where Alex is it's from, from Alex. let us know. Alex. <laughs> um, but, Alex. Uh, yeah, it's just this style of development from certain developers which, you know, kind of punch above their weight and make the games that are a bit broken, but wildly ambitious and so um, I know that there was this particular charm, time period where like yeah. in the 2000s you had all those and the 90s as well all mm. those Russian developers would make like copycats mm. you know mm. horrible mm. horrible copies of games mm. like mm. especially FPS's mm-hmm. and it's just a flood on mm. the market of like shitty Russian games mm-hmm. so I know that's a genre like mm. for sure yeah. in the same way that like bad flicks from the 80s mm. are a thing mm. but RPG specifically yeah I think this is okay. I think this is kind of different. Um, like if if you look up Eurojank uh, and see if there's like a list, yeah, Eurojank. <laughs> Eurojank. 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 Kingdom Come Deliverance. I've yeah. heard of that one. Yeah. Um, um, Stalker. Stalker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has anyone played The Witcher One? I've always heard that's kind of jank. I played The Witcher One. Yeah. I played the second one. I played the start of it. Uh-huh. The first two hours, yeah. three times. Oh really? The, sec- it's the just, third it's time. Just that good? The third time I did like the first intro. You're a jank. You're a jank. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you walk into like this giant castle. Yeah. There were all the walls were just non-existent, and the, like this dude walked up to me and was like, "Hello, Geralt," and he was holding his sword by the blade I was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> just, I was just literally like, he's like just bleeding from the head <laughs> hello girl he's a powerful man yeah, so yeah. yeah he just hits him with the hill yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear can, can you imagine mm. imagine a hero mm. holding a sword like this 
constantly mm. bleeding. It's like that sounds like the start of some fucked up anime. Yeah, yeah. sounds very anime. Yeah. Wait, sorry. Mm. I hate going back to Drive to San Francisco, okay. but I've heard a quote that you would like with some. What? It was described because <laughs> it gets crazier and crazier okay. and crazier by the end. Okay. Because you're in a coma. Yeah. And the main character doesn't know uh-huh. that he's in a coma. Oh, really? Oh. So gradually he works it out, yeah. and by the end he realizes that he has control over that reality. Yeah. So by the end, people have compared it to like the Metal Gear Two. No. Of driving games. <laughs> <laughs> no, the final mission, yeah. you're literally throwing cars at, at the main villain. Oh my god. Because you go, you know what? This is not reality. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, so you're literally summoning cars to like blow up that the dude. Cool. So what the fuck? Um, it's got a couple of hints as well where like at some point you're in the coma, you're mm. talking to your friend who's mm. like, You're crazy, man. You can't possess people. That's crazy. And then you just possess them. Then you go, I can possess them like this. And you snap your fingers and everything around you freezes. Whoa. And then there's an ambulance that goes by. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, like what's going on? And if you follow the ambulance, your heart your heart rate goes up and up and up. Yeah. It's because you're in the ambulance and you're having cardiac arrest. Wow. And it's like it's like metaphorically telling you, You're in a coma. Yeah. So they do all those really, really cool, crazy Mm. things. Uh Was it was it an actually good game or was it just like it had some cool ideas? No no no. Everyone finds the gameplay really good and really snappy, Uh and it does things like you would never find that in another like driving game. Say you're in a race, and you hit a wall and you're like last place, you're not gonna make it. You can literally jump into like, say like a bus. You drive the bus across the tracks. You block the AI. You go back to your car and then you just catch up. What the hell? You can do stuff like that. (laughs) And wow. and the reactions of all the NPCs being like, oh my god, Stacy, why are you driving so fast? <laughs> what the fuck? Because as you jump in and yeah. out, uh-huh. the person you're possessing doesn't know that this happened. Mm. So their friend or their passenger is gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you just yeah. like fucking hit a car, and you're like, this game Damn. sounds great. Nah, yeah, I've, I've heard really so cool. much good yeah. stuff about it, uh-huh. and now I can't play it because it's unavailable. So are you hearing about it now because people are petitioning to get yep. bring it back? <laughs> Mm. I heard that one way of getting it is if you buy, um, if you go on like a key reselling website, yeah, yeah. you can buy it with. Um, <laughs> it was notorious because you could buy it with like Subway um, cash cards. <laughs> what? Yeah, and people were like what? What? Okay, <laughs> I, I saw that on YouTube. Yeah, this one okay. dude was like, oh, okay, Visa, Mastercard, Subway cash card. <laughs> so he went to Subway, got a card, yeah. eleven dollars, and then got the game, and it worked. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah. Huh. Cool All right. So, have you got your subway cash card ready to go? I wish. Yeah. Oh. Don't don't we have a copy of it somewhere <coughs> in the office? Driver San Francisco. Yeah. Do we? I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I, don't know. I remember seeing it somewhere. Maybe. Huh. Maybe I'm just crazy. Right. Just having maybe you're in a coma. Yeah. Shit. Yo. Can you throw <laughs> some cars right now? I can snap really like this. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 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 uh, good game. Um. Yeah. No. It sounds. It sounds. Uh, super interesting um, and just like a weird take on the genre uh, and they actually were able to make a game that was also fun and interesting to play yeah and I think yeah. what's incredible about it is the quality of the writing yeah. and the animations uh-huh. mm. like looking at it now it's like yeah. this is 2011 yeah. like it, this looks like 2014 2015 who were the developers um, like what happened to them it sounds like you got the fucking like Spec Ops the line <laughs> yeah. developers or something. I, I think they were devs working yeah. on the previous driver games. Because uh-huh. that's like, that was the last driver game. Mm. There hasn't been one since. Yes, then, right? I think so. They're probably mm-hmm. working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got ninety percent positive on Metacritic. Wow. wow. Um, hmm. It's not bad. 
See about the name, the title is just so fucking generic. So many people would have just been like, eh. Especially the cover yeah, of it. Like so you look at it, you're like, oh, it's just well, Yeah, I just looked at it and I'm like, oh, it's just mm. Driver. Like, Driver, you literally do car chases and mm. that's about it. Because I, I had Driver 1 on PS, PlayStation 1. Mm. And me, me and my brother would always just fuck around in it. Because mm-hmm. it's such a cool, like, unique game. Mm-hmm. Fun to drive around San Francisco and, like, jump off, like, the... The steep tram lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft uh, UK. It's a Ubisoft game. Ubisoft, yeah. Hmm. Ubisoft Reflections. Sometimes you forget that Ubisoft does actually, actually make stuff. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they sometimes they really do innovate. Like yeah, they do. They they just seem to try a lot of things, and when something clicks, they just like go fucking. They milk. Look, they go shit. ham on on that shit. But yeah, remember but the first Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. When it came out, people yeah. were like, "Whoa!" Like mm. crowds. Yeah. Wow, assassinations mm. and jumping in haystacks. Like, Sitting on a bench. Like, eagles <laughs> pretending yeah, to be like, priests. It was like all those yeah. really weird yeah. mechanics. Yeah. And they were like, oh, people like it, okay. Milk the fuck out of it mm. for mm-hmm. the next 20 years. Mm. Although, speaking of Assassin's Creed, did you see that um, the original creative director of Assassin's Creed's new game just came out? No. Is it Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey? The game about being... Um, it it seems like it's, the, it's <laughs> like where game. he wanted... Assassin's Creed to go where you like trace back your lineage all the way mm. so this is you're playing as apes that need to like evolve into humans so it's like Spore sort of but it's like very focused on like the humans. apes yeah. like it's it, like the history of humankind so it's like a survival game where you're like monkeys swinging around on branches and then you're like um, one of the mechanics is you, I think you can pick up two <laughs> items, <laughs> or you can you can collect. For you can, <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, um, no, it's it's actually kind of clever. So I think you can collect items, mm. and then you can like the crafting system is you get two items and you bash them together, <laughs> and you see what oh, happens. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, I guess. You go rock and you get coconut. You bash <laughs> it together and then it's like, oh, there's food. But see, and then get two rocks and we like, didn't need that much in Assassin's Creed. We just need yeah. uh, like a storyline that made sense. Uh-huh. And we had it for two games, oh, yeah. and then they were like, and now you're dead, and now mm. you're playing through and something else. That's that's when like, they that's when they went shit hit the fan. That's when they booted this guy, um, or di- I think did he leave? No, I think he got uh, fired. No, know. he got fired. It was probably let me guess. Was he French? I think he's like, French Canadian. Oh, he's really like, you, yeah. you're fucking in my franchise. Yeah. I'm gonna make something better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna um, make apes. Mm. What is it called? Uh, Ancestors, Humankind Odyssey. Ancestors, Humankind. That's a terrible title. Human Why not just yeah. call it like Ancestors? Two of those three words. Oh, because there, there was another Ancestors Odyssey. What is it? Um, Ancestors Odyssey. Colin. Odyssey. Ancestors <laughs> Humankind. I mean, I guess you can make sure that. Uh, they're probably like, oh, we just want to call it ancestors, and if you Google that, there's probably a billion things. Yeah. So you gotta like extend that out because <coughs> um. I have not heard of this at all. Epic get Epic Game Store. Yeah, as well. exclusive. Get it on the eggs Ooh. today, son. Exclusive. Um, <laughs> so I uh, smash things together. Apple Pen. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the final <laughs> boss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, um, that's the final stage of human evolution. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed like the original Assassin's Creeds um, and their creative direction. Um, so I do I do want to support this guy. Also, 
there's been all these stories about how he was treated by Ubisoft in the past, and it's just so fucked up. I don't like. I don't quite understand what happened to Ubisoft because yeah. I remember a time where yeah. they were pretty loved, mm-hmm. and they used to be quite like. Yeah. They used to communicate with their mm. customers quite a lot. Mm. Whereas now it's like, oh, why did you pull off, you know, driver of the shelves? And they're like, nah. Oh, because yeah. fuck it, you. No, no, they literally <laughs> say, oh, because it's too hard to keep this game live. It's like, it's a single player game. Yeah. Like, that requires no effort. I'm going to assume it has to do with... Licensing. Um, I'm going to do a little whinge on PCs <laughs> for a second. Oh, Cut me off. But I think it's because... Here we go again. You know, like the Windows <laughs> updates and shit... You know, something will fuck it up, and people are like, "Yo, my thing doesn't work on my thing anymore." Like, it probably just got so annoying for, okay. for them having. Can I just, men- <laughs> can I just mention yeah. fucking? No, <laughs> no. Can I mention Sorry. Steep? Yeah. Which is also a Ubisoft game. Yeah. This fucking game. Okay. Yeah. All right. At least it stopped me. I'm. I'm stopped. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore. God damn it. You go. Steep. Yes. Bought it. Worked for a month. Perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Graphics card update breaks on every machine. Not just me. Like everyone. Mm. Everyone files a report two months until they fixed it mm. and now Xbox controllers don't work with them anymore Oof. like it constantly something's always breaking every mm. month mm. so now I'm, I've just stopped playing it mm. and I paid 70 bucks for it yeah that really sucks and so but they're such trivial issues they are yeah but you'd, you'd think that they've, they made Assassin's Creed you'd think mm. with the amount of money they have they could make something decent but yeah. apparently not well, I guess what they need to do is they would need to have some kind of support team that's constantly going for each <coughs> of their games. And if you have a back catalogue of, like, what, Ubisoft probably got, like, 500 games, mm. at maybe least. It's, maybe it's like, just a dumpster fire under the hood. And the person that fixed the driver issue was, like, they pulled this thing out and then 50 red lights <laughs> showed up. And yeah. like, it's fixed. I fixed yeah, the, the yeah. graphics card issue. Yeah. <laughs> Close it, like, really carefully. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> all these bugs show up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, lines of codes front of Matrix. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's why emulation is so helpful though, for, for like preserving games, like because you can have it in the the exact state, the environment, the gameplay environment that uh, mm. you need it to be in to work. Then this is really interesting because movies have a similar issue where we're getting to the point of four K, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So you watch something from like the twenties in four K, it looks like shit mm. because the pixels are so big, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It looks pixelated and terrible. Mm-hmm. So we'll hit a point where everything is so high res that. Mm it's not going to look great. Mm -hmm. But the movie can be watched and you can experience some part of the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas a game, we haven't had the problem yet where we need to preserve games, but it's Mm -hmm. starting to happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, yeah, games from the 80s, you can can remake that in like five minutes. You can Mm -hmm. make Pong in five minutes if you want Mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. But something like System Shock or the original Crash Bandicoot or... Mm. It gets really, you know, janky. Mm -hmm. So how do we preserve Mm. those games, those experiences? Mm. Because it's a form of art, and mm. devs have spent time on it, and yeah. like, what's going to happen? It's yeah, like well, the byproduct of mm. having these things that are so complicated. Because like movies, it's just a file written to a disc. Yeah. But like games and stuff, and like even though movies, you still need hardware to play it and stuff. The hardware doesn't have change games, that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, but thankfully, there are people who are really, really passionate about Preserving. game preservation. So yeah. that people like set up museums to make sure that, that you know catalog every single game that they can get their hands on. People are working on emulators like for free. Um, Microsoft f- is working pretty hard to make sure that their back catalog is uh, playable. It's uh, it's especially frustrating for like digital games mm-hmm. because you think okay if you don't have the hardware for it, you can't play something mm-hmm. that requires a specific piece of hardware. But mm-hmm. if it's digital, 
mm-hmm. and it's fairly recent. Like we're talking like Windows Seven, Windows Ten. Mm. You'd think that you could emulate it pretty mm. easily. Yeah. Apparently not. You'd think, but mm. PCs are. You know, every time, every time I've got an issue on mm. my PC, I think of you. For me. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think of you just, <laughs> you going, just like, yeah. like ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, yeah. every time I play Steve, I think of you. Oh really? Like, yeah. Maybe Winston's yeah. right. Maybe yeah. sometimes. <laughs> maybe sometimes it is nice yeah. to not have any fucking yeah. issues yeah. in your drivers. Mm. <sighs> I'm not gonna say anything. But just tap my nose. <laughs> Um, it's all the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, uh, backwards compatibility at least is being pushed pretty hard for the new consoles. Um, hopefully, they're like beefy enough that they could support like like the PS Five. In theory, you could emulate PS One, PS Two. Do you remember PS Three? Remember when the PS Three um, came out mm. and you couldn't play PS Two games on it? PS3. Yeah. So I bought I bought the one that could play it. No, no, but yeah. when they updated it, yeah, they yeah. were like, mm, yeah. mm, it's too hard. You can't yeah. do it. And people were like, fuck you. Well, it was it was um it was a cost. It, it was, was a cost, cost thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they literally had some PS2 hardware in there. Yeah. Um, and then you know they had to remove it because at the time the PS3 was crazy. Sony was losing money on every console that they sold. And I heard the architecture was so hard to work with mm. as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They came up with this crazy fucking new architecture that was like. 30 cores or something and they're like oh this is going to change change computing forever in the it way the that cell we can't make games easily um, <laughs> ever it, again <laughs> it was it was really interesting um, but I think people underestimated how difficult it would be to develop for and I think they they got really arrogant because the PS2 was the dominant platform during that time mm-hmm. and a lot of times people would just make a game for PS2 so like okay if people are just making games for PS3 then they'll figure out how to you know, get the most out of this wacky architecture. Mm. But it turned out that Xbox 360 got ahead of them, mm. and now you're getting 360 as the main development platform, and then they had to, like, try to, you Catch know... Up. You know, uh, yeah. make a, make a you know, circle fit into, like, a square hole, right? Um, and so the PS3 ports were all fucked up. But by the end of the PS3 lifecycle, you had some incredible exclusive games, but it came at, like, a massive cost I feel in the like early years. that's probably Sony's, like you know, best tool. They mm. always have really, really good exclusives. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like when I think of the Xbox, I never think of like, wow, amazing exclusives. Mm. It happens mm. once in a while, yeah. but it's usually like... Well, the thing with like, Xbox 360 was that they had arcade, or whatever it was, mm. at the start. Mm. And they used to have like, a bit of diverse type style games. Like but indie now, stuff. In mm. this generation, it's like, it's not hard to get your indie stuff on anything. Mm. So I feel like they've kind of lost their edge a bit because mm. now those games that used to be special on Xbox, it's you can get on Switch, PC, like anything. Mm. It's a shame because you do want that competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what pushes them to be better. If, mm. if your only competitors are like, if it's just Sony and Nintendo, mm. it's okay, but it's not great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Microsoft for all the shit that they you know get, mm. they do develop good tech sometimes. Mm. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, Microsoft, uh, they. It's clear that they're aware of that reputation of, like, we don't have good exclusives. Because the past couple of years, they've been, like, snapping up all these studios Mm. and buying them out. Mm. And then we talk about competition. I think Sony is playing, like, oh, fuck, Microsoft's (laughs) buying everybody out. So they just bought Insomniac. They finally... Oh, yeah, that's right. They finally bought them out. And Microsoft Um, bought Double Fine. I'm pretty um, sure. Yeah, Microsoft bought Double Fine. But the thing is, Microsoft has that reputation of buying companies and then 
gradually shuttering them down. Yeah, yeah, literally yeah. being like, mm, make something impossible to achieve. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't work out. Too expensive. Shut down. Yeah, down. yeah. Like that's um, the, that Star Wars thirteen thirteen game and mm. all that. Remember that? Oh no, that that was a Microsoft. Wasn't um, it? No, it um, was a Halo Wars. Yeah, where yeah, creative one. assemblies. Yeah. Um, they they fucked them up. That's um, crazy. But um, yeah, like rumors rumors have said that the gaming division of Microsoft always used to be like a pet project because um, it, it makes such a tiny tiny portion of Microsoft's revenue that they didn't really care about it but They'll, then it begs the question of why even do anything it was a pet project they were just like hey wouldn't it be cool there was I think I think literally there were some people at Microsoft they were like hey wouldn't it be cool if we made games and then they did that on the side and it kind of got like neglected relegated to the sidelines uh, and then they're like okay we got this Xbox thing maybe let's use it to you know enter everybody's living room and then the xbox one was like it's your home entertainment hub yeah and they had all this crazy connection that was just like Um, the the five years where they were like oh it's entertainment mm, and mm. it's like a dvr dvr is that what it's called a pvr dvr DVR, and like it's got a hdmi in and out and Mm. it does all this shit and it's like no no one one was asking for this (laughs) (laughs) we just want to play games yeah i've i have heard that people do like those features on the xbox Okay. I have, it's not like people aren't don't like it. It's mm. that like a lot of the time people just want a console just mm-hmm. to play games. Mm. You just mm. want something simple that you can turn <coughs> on and off and not have any driver, mm. uh, driver issues. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Microsoft <laughs> they were just like experimenting with this platform, not really caring so much about the game side of things. Um, and then it seemed like uh, when Phil Spencer took over, they were like, he was like, okay, let, let's take it seriously now. They've, I think they got, I mean, I won't say they got, there was, there was some amount of luck involved where in previous generations they did okay, mm. but it really slipped in this one. So he's like, hey, let's take it seriously now. So then they started like acquiring all these companies, doing the X Cloud stuff, because it's like, that's going to be the future, the Xbox Game Pass. Xbox mm. Yeah. The, um, and the whole increasing backwards compatibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've done so much in the recent years to try to repair their reputation and take it seriously that in the next generation they'll probably be in a really good place this reminds me actually yeah. um talking about tech mm. they they were mentioning about games from from the two, 2010 era mm. they had those things called um online passports do you remember that no, no, no. it was a move from um game companies like especially xbox to when you buy a copy of a game mm. to access the online features there was a single use code oh yeah this box. was to to combat used games yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about that, but yeah. I'm like, that is so filthy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, mm, secondhand games yeah. that can be bought by people mm. who don't have much money. Mm. No, we, we don't want mm. that. We don't like mm. the pause. Yeah. It's like, don't. <sighs> well, it's a, it's a very gray area because it's li- it's almost the same as piracy. It's, it's very close to piracy. Yeah, but there is a difference in that yeah. someone in the process is making money yeah. and that might be a legit business. Mm. Like, pretend that EB Games is yeah. selling like secondhand games, yeah. which they are. Yeah. They, you're technically stimulating them mm. and they're selling new games as well mm. so you're helping them helping you mm. right and if you have independent resales yeah. as well you're helping yeah. them to survive yeah. and provide jobs for people yeah. while providing opportunities for people who yeah. don't have much money to mm. play games mm. so why be against it I do mm. wonder the ripple effect it would have if second hand games were like outlawed like you can't sell them and it would just have like a blanket ban I wonder how big the effect would be piracy would go up by like it would it would skyrocket yeah mm. and uh, not not even that just yeah. other things that we wouldn't even know 
would change. Because mm. you know how you were telling me recently, you were like, oh, I hate how nowadays the, the age of sharing is over, so you can't really get free stuff. Sharing mm-hmm. is considered like a bad thing almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of tools you can't access. There's yeah. always a paywall somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Everything's through a license. Always, yeah. 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 And it's, we're getting to the point where everything is associated with an account. Like, how many accounts do you have? How many online accounts do you Kajillion. have? Like, yeah. I feel like the email strategy was interesting where you have one email and that's always your account, mm-hmm. but then you need different passwords. Mm-hmm. And then if you lose your email, you're fucked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you imagine losing your email like now? Pretend the address is like corrupted or something and you can't access it and it's gone. That'd be like annoying, oh. but also kind of liberating. Yeah, oh, it'd be like, Because yes! you feel so clean. I don't uh. care about anything ever again. Yeah, Yeah, but then, then you realize that, oh, fuck, I need to access my like Google Drive. I guess I'll just kill myself. Like, <laughs> all your files and shit. Oh, that's so annoying. Have any of you ever lost an email? Like, or, or had an email hacked? No. Nope. I, I had my fucking email hacked. Oh, dude. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awful. And I had it connected to all this stuff, and it's just like... I didn't have mine hacked. It was all gone. But I would just get like 40 to 50 spam emails every day. Oh, wow. And I was just like, I'm out. I'm jumping ship. So (laughs) I just made a new one. I like transferred everything over. Right. That process sucks Mm -hmm. because holy crap. It would Mm. suck even more now. Mm. Uh, Seahorse, I refuse to sign into everything with the same Google. But do you have a different Google for different. I think it's Services? like, you know, it says sign in with Google or oh. sign up with email. Oh, yeah. I think they right. refuse I, to use that sign in with Google. Definitely Ooh. don't agree with the, uh, using Ooh, Google. Grab the remote. Why does it keep oh, doing no. that? Elise no. says, mine was hacked when I was in high school. I waited about six years and got it. Wait, how did you get it back? <laughs> Just like, like White Knight. Yeah. Tonight! I mean, there's, there's ways to get it back. What it's is not it? like it, once it's gone, it's completely um, screwed, you know? No, but I mean, you... The ramifications yeah. and cleaning up everything would be mm. insane. Yeah, so um, I think my email got hacked by. It looked like it got hacked by some like extremist group in. It I wasn't me. From, I swear it wasn't me. No, the it was. AK-47 <laughs> was no, it was <laughs> the ISIS video. Maybe I won't say the me. names of the organizations, but it was like. Some dodgy, like, fucking thing. And then they had a website. And you go to the website, and it was, like, all this, like, scary shit. And then it's, like, hacked by whatever. I don't know. Or it could just be some kid who's trying to look edgy. I don't know. But they fucked my shit up, and it was really annoying. But if you wonder why my email is... Actually, no, I probably shouldn't say it aloud. But, like, you, you know my personal email? The, the handle? Yeah, yeah. It's really dumb, right? Mm. That was my fucking joke email for, like... I don't know, sending pranks. But then after my main email got hacked, I'm like, I guess this is the only... I guess this, this one's ready to go. Oh, so it just kind of stuck. I mean, um, you couldn't afford to make a new one. No, it's too hard. No, because no, at the time, at the time, actually, it was because um, I had a Gmail when it was still locked down in beta. And it was really hard to get Gmail accounts. Oh. So I was like, fuck, wow. I lost my goddamn Gmail. I'm pissed How off. How long ago was that? We'll use this fucking stupid Hotmail address. How long ago? It was like 2003? 2000 and, no, 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 2006. So you were like, what, 12? It was high school. No, yeah. wait. So early, six. it was like mid-high school. Like 15? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Damn. Yeah, that was, that was a poo and a half. Um, 
Speaking of human excrement. <laughs> it's um, the theme of the, uh, the podcast. Yes, yes. Human shit. Um, the Actually, poop, the poop mm. do you want to hear about what happened on the weekend, talking about losing stuff and Google? Did you shit yourself? Yes. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, I was, so I was hanging out with my friend at yeah. one night, and um, on the way back, we took an Uber. Uh-huh. It was like, had a great time, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go back to this place, and he goes, oh, fuck, I forgot my phone in the Uber. Oh no! And this is where my Sunday begins. So it was t- it's two in the morning on a Sunday, oh, and he's no. freaking out. And I'm like, Aww. okay, chill, dude. Do you have anything important on? It? He's like, oh, just all my contacts, all my photos, nothing backed up. So already I'm like, okay, if we get it back, I'm gonna teach you how to back up your shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, call the Uber, yeah. get the Uber driver to contact us. Spend three hours at five in the morning. I'm like, okay, dude is probably asleep. Yeah. Let's go to sleep. Don't worry uh-huh. about it. Next day, spend the whole day waiting for it. Try to locate the phone on Google. Went to the actual location in Sunshine. Yeah. Walked around. Went to oh. Optus. Asked for I spent my entire Sunday trying to find a dude's phone. Yeah. Eventually, the Uber driver, thank God, contacted us. And he was like, okay, you can come to my place to get it back. Like, okay, where's your place? Uh-huh. In uh, Truganina, which is like Werribee. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's like half an hour away. <laughs> so I'm like, let's get an Uber. And don't forget your shit in the Uber <laughs> this time. Mm. So $60 later, oh, we get the phone back. Yeah. And by this point, I'm like, here's your phone. Mm. Wait, you're going to back up that shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing this again. And then whilst you did that, it like flew out of your hand into a lake. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, that was my Sunday. Oh my God. That's that's like the end of a Seinfeld episode. So, you're like, goes it. into the lake. We got it. <laughs> And he like he like goes to like strangle you and it freeze frame. Yeah. But that was rough. Isn't it strange how traumatic it is to lose your phone? Like it's almost it's like losing a limb. People people freak the fuck out. No, it's interesting how you notice. Every time there mm. was a question, mm. I was like, oh, what's that? He would go, he would reach for his phone and be like, fuck, I don't have my phone. <sighs> yeah, it's literally, I've lost my hand. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't scratch. I don't <laughs> have my hand. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, de- dependence on technology and particularly like phones has kind of really started to freak me out recently. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just strange how dependent we are and that reflex of, have you noticed like the moment there was a time where I noticed the moment I got like even slightly bored, I would like reach for my yeah. pocket yeah. to like grab my phone, mm. and I started noticing that. I'm like, dude, that's fucked up. Because you see, like, you, you people go out and they hang out with their friends, and, and sometimes just, someone's and just, just like, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that seems really not healthy, and it it took a while for me to realize, uh, like personally, because for a long time you're just like, oh, it's fun, you know got all this cool stuff here mm. but at a certain point you're just like hey you're not paying attention to anything it's because, yeah. not, because you keep on getting distracted it, by it's like, so new as well it's yeah. only within the last 15 years that mm. this has become a thing and we're not taught as kids how to deal with that mm-hmm. right? I was yeah. never told you know when you're with your friends maybe you don't look at your fucking phone for five mm-hmm. hours mm-hmm. now imagine, like, imagine being born in 2000 post 2000 mm-hmm. and living when you're like when you're in grade 4 or something and your parents get you an iPhone Mm. Imagine like the the, the <laughs> mental impact because we know the difference because we've seen <clears throat> what it was like before that. Mm. Like I remember uh, the first like ADSL stuff, like the dial-up sound. I remember all that. I remember mm. when people didn't have phones because it was yeah. too expensive. Yeah. I remember when iPhones were a thing. Mm. 
when Blackberry was like the most expensive expensive phone you could get. Mm. Or Sony was, Ericsson. Yeah. Or <laughs> the N-Gage and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So now it's like everyone's got a portable computer. Mm. And have you noticed every time someone has a question of any sort, any mm. doubt, mm-hmm. they won't take the chance. Mm-hmm. They will not take a chance. They will just look it up. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where even a casual question about life and death, they'll, they'll just look it up. Mm. Well, because it's, it's accessible. Like, I guess people, people like being right. But so knowing, they, they'd be like, oh, okay. I feel like let knowing, me, me knowing all the that. time is yeah. also bad because it doesn't prompt any reflection. Mm. You look it up yeah. and you're like, oh, this is the answer, the end. Mm. Yeah, like people are getting used to being told what to believe and they Scary. believe what it, what it says on their screen, which is why, you know, like fake news and all this. And also... Google uh, misinformation is so problematic. Google by allowing us to search for anything so quickly, mm. because you always go, oh, usually first result. Mm. You go, okay, I'll believe the first thing that I read. Mm-hmm. Of course, naturally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's so dangerous. Yeah. It's um, definitely something I try not to go for my phone every time, mm. just because like it forces you to actually just live mm. the moment a bit. Mm. Yeah. Going to your phone all the time is just so like. I, I was doing it like because it's a habit that I'll go to bed mm-hmm. and then I'll pull out my phone for like yeah. 20 minutes yeah. and last night I pulled it out and that for the first time in ages I was going to bed early mm-hmm. and I was like alright you don't need to look at shit <laughs> I locked yeah. it I put it yeah. away mm. and I actually it's went good. to bed Discipline. it was it was like weirdly satisfying mm. like putting it away mm. like that kind of stuff not using your phone when you usually would mm-hmm. feels really weird mm-hmm. and often feels kind of hard to do yeah yeah just so you, it's like what mm. eating breakfast or something mm. you just do it every day so it's actually it's a thing that you just mm. do well what i realized is that <clears throat> every time you pull open your phone it's like a it's the, it's the fucking skinner box like experiment with the, the rats where mm. they're like oh when they press a button oh. every now and then yeah. they'll get some they'll get a treat yeah and that's how it works for us yeah. it's like a fucking loot box yeah because every now and then you get you find something really interesting like cool image like a little bit of news and it's just like it's totally addictive and we're just looking for that next hit of uh yeah. of dopamine from but it. the thing is you could argue that yeah. it's the same thing as reading a book right because when you read a book you get that same effect you sometimes you'll get a really shitty book sometimes a really mm. good one mm. it's just the speed at which it's going is kind of insane yeah, but you don't carry yeah. around piles of yeah. books with you. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. The fact that you have access to infinite knowledge and yeah. infinite entertainment yeah. at all times is really damaging. Also, I think there's a key difference with, with the internet since it's so so fast, mm. it's so unfiltered, and it's designed to be addictive and intention-grabbing yeah. as opposed to books where it, it, there are a few more layers involved. Like Usually, you write a book if you feel like you have something important to share. A publisher should, should agree... A publisher should at least gri- agree with you, and then you probably shades. only know about a book uh, if it's like got some amount of like clout to it, right? You're like you're not always going to be getting complete garbage. It's true, um, mostly. Yeah, and then and then yeah, books like you know they're not so much about the quick hit of satisfaction. It's, it's like a build up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Like Whereas all the internet stuff, it's like you know two like five second videos and like because you have to think even when newspapers became a thing people Mm. were worried that oh we're just we're not going to talk to each other anymore we're just going to read the papers Mm. and then it became books Mm. books are a problem now and then television and that's where it gets really blurry it's like yeah but you don't have access to a television 24 7 in your pocket Mm. we do now (laughs) i think the thing you said before is like pretty spot on Mm. the word unfiltered yeah because 
to filter it, you have to purposefully go out and tr- start to filter out things that you think aren't worth looking at. Because mm. I used to be the kind of person that would subscri- subscribe to a lot of YouTube channels mm. to the point where every day there was like four or five <coughs> rows of things. And you're like... Ugh. And I had started to unsub because I realized that I didn't actually care about half that stuff. Mm. Mm. And I think the more you start to filter out shit, the less often you'll be wanting to look at your phone. Because mm. the whole thing is like my routine will usually be I will open it and look at Facebook notifications. I don't scroll on Facebook. Or like I'll look at Twitter Mm -hmm. and I'll look at YouTube and that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Because I know if I have more shit, I will will spend way more time. You just lose yourself in it. Um, Seahorse says, uh, I carry Kindle. (coughs) Kindles are actually really nice. Kindle are a good (coughs) compromise between a book and a phone, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But talking about unfiltered, yeah. I do feel like we're getting to the point where companies are actually filtering content for you, especially based on like algorithms. Because like mm. YouTube, yeah. If, if I look at the front page of YouTube, there's always something that I'll be like, yeah, sure, it's mm-hmm, good enough. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Yeah. It's being filtered for me in some way, mm-hmm. but in the most restrictive, uh, yeah, kind of in, way. Because in the, in the way I don't like. Yeah, mm. in, in the way that it's just forced upon you, and you, it's something you don't have a choice. It's just that, it's way more effort to look for something that way mm-hmm. than just. Uh, this is good enough I'll take mm, it mm-hmm. and same with Twitter Twitter yeah. goes oh your friend's like this you'll like this mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so you keep on cycling back to the same point yeah yeah, yeah. and it's yeah it's just a it's a weird echo chamber of like self-satisfaction it's basically what it's yeah. becoming <coughs> yeah yeah. it's kind of scary mm. 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 well Dan asks or Draps asks what about that that World of Warcraft World classic of Warcraft release World of Warcraft release Oh, um... Is there any of hands I was for, never like, in, previous World of Warcraft I was players? never, I was never into World of Warcraft. <laughs> played it for, like, ten levels, and then um, it, there was mm. a paywall. I mm. played it a lot as a kid, mm. so... I'll probably play Classic at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm not the, I'm not the kind of person to play it on release day. I'm not mm-hmm. that hype. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have other shit to do than put my time into it. I'm busy race. playing Persona. Mm. <laughs> I'm busy kissing, I have busy kissing girls, thank you. With my e-girlfriend. Yeah, my yeah. e-teacher girlfriend. Yeah. Your e-teacher girlfriend. Mm. Oh, right. What? You banged the teacher? You banged the teacher in World of Warcraft? No, you can't in World of Warcraft. What a shit game. Yeah, I know. Dan, cancel it. Cancel um, it. Yeah, cancel. It's over. Um, what World of Warcraft Classic. Um, with the eight, with the 19,000 people yeah. queues. Yeah, so what I've, what I've heard about why it's... Or part of why it's so alluring um, is what recent recent iterations of wow they've tried to make it easier for people to get into and more like action driven um whereas the old version was like kind of really tedious when you uh, say action really driven, slow yeah i think of like uncharted is there like a lot of maybe I, I don't know well i think it's just like more 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 things happen like per minute right right and everything's more fast paced whereas bigger numbers bigger bigger numbers everything's faster whereas i heard people missed the um the old style because when everything was slow and tedious it gave you a chance to like talk to your friends yeah but when when you're doing like 50 things at once and be like oh damn i'm on fire i gotta do this fucking meg- mega spell and this fucking go meteor's going down on me and here my shit. ass is itchy and then the go rabbit over there is fucking going to, you have no chance to like socialize yeah. um whereas the old version it was just kind of like there wasn't that much to do and you had to wait a lot or you'd spend time just like walking across big open spaces. Hell. So people would just chat when that happens and then they would form relationships and have <clears throat> that more dynamic and social yeah. experience. It feels like the underlying want is always, it's an excuse to socialize mm. on some level. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. like, 
how ironic. It's yeah. like, oh, they, they want more action, they want more mm. stuff, more mm. shit to do. Mm. And then we're getting to the point where, like each map in a game, a single player game, is like the size of the universe, mm-hmm. and you just like crawl through like mm. hundreds of kilometers of stuff. Mm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey or mm. The Witcher. Mm. You're like, this is gonna be the next two hundred hours of my life. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah. you stop and you're like, I'm gonna play short indie games forever now. Cause <laughs> Fuck this. Mm. I've definitely drawn a lot more to multiplayer games that encourage you to like talk with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fun, especially because like having a full time job, you don't always get to see those people. Mm. And then like just jumping on Discord and playing those games is just mm. like really satisfying. Yeah, Drap says a lot of people <laughs> miss the connection with others. Um, yeah, and yeah, I I do miss that from online games where you could jump on and there would be people chatting. And um, well, there was like there was like a curiosity and like a friendliness to it, mm. as opposed to like I don't know either people would be sectioned off or they'd be more like adversarial. Um, well, like nowadays yeah, in WoW, yeah, you can yeah. just queue up, you just do like an auto queue for yeah, dungeons, yeah. and it'll match you or whatever. But mm. like back then, yeah, to find there wasn't somewhere. really there wasn't looking for dungeon, there wasn't looking for group, mm. there was a looking for group chat, but you literally had to go in and be like, hey. Fuck. Ooh, is anyone <laughs> is anyone interested in doing this? No, no yeah, and like there was a conversation that happened. Mm-hmm. It was a social effort. There wasn't a way. thing like matching mm. you. Mm. So I, I guess it feels like the like more like handcrafted. It's like when you go to like a bakery to get bread instead of going to Woolies to get your like two dollar yeah. loaf of white bread or something. Yeah, I love my Woolies white bread. <laughs> you talk shit. Like yeah. I feel like we're like becoming an old man and we're like this is bad. Mm. Things everything is worse mm. now. Mm. Well. I think a lot of these things that we've just talked about, like World of Warcraft, how it's changed, like social media and information, all that, it's, it, they've been trying to give people what they think they want, mm. which is just instant gratification. Mm. Uh, and it works in the short term, right? And it becomes very addictive, but it's the kind of thing that also ends up being, you know, in the long run, it like drains you, it... Um, what, what should we call it? It, um, it, it devalues. Yeah, it, it devalues the reward. Because if you... It's it's always the same thing, yeah. right? If you're trying to do something and there's no obstacle and yeah. you can get it instantly at all mm. times, like, what's mm. the point? Mm. Yeah, there's, there's if there's no hurdle to yeah. overcome, then it's just yeah. like, whatever. Like mm. Playing mm. a game to win instantly every time is not fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but talking about, talking about um, bread, mm. <laughs> I, had, I had the weirdest thought yesterday. I went to buy bread and milk from my local like grocer. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I had never been there. Because yeah. I just moved to a new house. Yeah. And I got the bread and the milk and I walked out. And mm-hmm. I was like, I've never done that in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I've never had a shop in walking distance. And I've never bought any milk or bread from that shop because I was running out of something. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, because when I was growing up, you couldn't go anywhere without a car. Uh-huh. Huh. It was either too far or too dangerous. Mm-hmm. You always had to be in a car. Dangerous? Yeah. Like what? Bit, bit sca- like people, a bit Is sketchy. Those crabs? Oh fuck! Don't the, the the island crabs were just like the wild boars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the pigs that yeah. yeah. Anyway, wild um, hugs. Mm. Yeah, I was like I was like oh it's the kind of thing that a lot of people take for granted, mm. but I've never had that. Yeah. Oh. It was such an alien form. I was walking back right. and I was like, is this what people like normal people do? Like yeah. they go to the shop and uh-huh. they just this is weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like when it. I sometimes when I get back from work, mm. I'll go to like the the little grocery store mm. and buy some veggies and stuff for dinner and then mm. I'll walk home because it's like on the way and it's mm. like a little a little cheap like corner store milk mm. bar that blows my mm. mind yeah mm. that blows my fucking mind mm. do you prefer driving or no no I'm yeah. indifferent but it's yeah. just it was always okay 
once a week we'll take the car we'll go to like Woolies or something mm-hmm. something equivalent and yeah. get groceries yeah mm. but then knowing that like someone points out to me oh there's a local grocer you can go there to buy stuff and I'm like mm. by walking yeah walking there like a <laughs> yeah, poor person feet. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah but it's all all of these experiences that I've never had like mm-hmm. multiplayer games as a kid I never had because the internet was so bad that you mm-hmm. couldn't play anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like oh didn't you used to play WoW and CS I'm like by myself Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, like, yeah, the thing is, I had WoW at my dad's, mm-hmm. but at my mom's, I had, like, a Nintendo Wii or a GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we had dial-up internet, so when I played games with friends, they would mm-hmm. come over, and we would play, like, Mario Kart or mm. Guitar Hero or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, though I tried to get WoW there, my mom was like, I'm not paying for a new laptop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Ooh>. <laughs> but, <laughs> um... Burn the witch! Where you'd like all gather up with the Nintendo DS and like do Picto chat together or something. That's something else that I've never done. I because I Picto didn't. Picto chat? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean the more like the, the interaction with friends. Yeah. <clears throat> um, up until I was eighteen in uni, mm-hmm. I never went to a friend's house. Really? Wow. Gone, no. Was it just because everyone lived too far away? It was kind of that, and also I didn't socialize with many people when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I just didn't have much opportunities because there weren't many people okay. that I liked. Okay. So when I was in uni, people mm. were like, "Oh, let's all go out together on a Saturday mm-hmm. to watch a movie." Mm. I was like, "A Move movie? What? With, no, a movie with friends? Yeah. <laughs> Not with mum and dad? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and then go for dinner? And you're yeah, like, for dinner? And then crash mm-hmm. at someone's place? Yeah. What? Did it you feel, can sleep? Did it feel yeah. weird though? Because you were like, "Oh, this isn't like I've never done this before. It, this it feels felt, very odd. It, it felt kind of scary, but also really nice because it was like." Because you see it in, in media, you're like, mm. I know this is a thing that people do, but mm. I've never done it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So when you do it, you're like, so this is what it's like mm. to be normal. Mm. And you just, oh. those things that people take for granted, you're yeah. experiencing, you're like, yeah. oh, that is so nice. Mm. The rebound effect of this is, because Dan was saying people miss the connection with other people. Mm. I have the thing where I became greedy, and now I have so many friends oh, yeah. that I can't, mm. I can't see everyone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so you add online interaction with that, and mm. I'm just like, flooded with people oh, yeah, 24-7 because there's that whole mm. thing that I think it was like you can only ever have five real close friends I think mm. it was five there's a number yeah, of like four to six mm. that it's like you could a human being can only actually manage to have five proper friendships I'm on mm. like 15 or something mm. it's hell I have mm. the same problem I, like, <laughs> so I haven't seen you in three months okay mm. who's next on the list okay mm. here's my schedule and then you just kind of constantly it's like playing a micromanagement game oh jeez yeah Except it's real life. Mm. Shout outs to this week's sponsors, Syrian's friends, uh, for, <laughs> for giving making his life, life a living hell. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh shit! Um, <laughs> no one was there to hear that. But. Yeah, <laughs> I love you all. Yeah. Um, In different but, ways. And yeah, it's it's difficult managing all these relationships and trying to have them be uh, you know fulfilled and actually meaningful. Because mm. I I'm so sick of the kind of friendships where it's just like oh how you doing and you know how it's so and so and then it's it just, just repeats it's just forever. like surface level like yeah. I, I like these people but it's just so difficult to get deeper because you know that you have a million other things that you need to like keep in your head they have a million things that they need to keep in their head yeah and but see this is the, the point where I would go if you're not willing to do anything mm. and you don't have time that's fine mm. but I'm not going to spend any more time with you because mm. why, why bother like mm. Have you ever been told of by your parents for like your parents go, Oh, you have to be on social. Just yeah, play with the kid. And mm. you're like, I don't wanna play with that kid because I'm He not smells gonna... funny. 
well, dead. But also, <laughs> you know you're not going to become friends with them, and you don't, you're, you'll never see them again. Because mm. for me, it was, it was like, I'm never going to see them again. I'm not going to bother. Mm. I'm not going to waste my energy. Mm. Mm. Be more social. Mm. It's like, ugh. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how to yeah. solve the problem of having too many friends. Like, yeah. how do you... Yeah. Um, I've, I'm kind of finding that over time, as you, as you get older, 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 um, you just you just <laughs> naturally elder. you just naturally drift a bit from the people that you don't connect with as much. Uh, um, yeah, because people just have less time, and if you don't make time to nurture friendships, then they just drift off. And hopefully, you at least invest in the ones that you know are fruitful to mm. you and that other person, and then you just kind of remain with what. what I think it's important to like good. also like. Yeah. There's people that will understand that you don't have time, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't berate you mm. or m- get angry at you for not having time. Mm. Oh, this is red flag. If you go, you never see me, and you don't yeah. have time for me. You don't yeah. care. Yeah. This is where I go. Okay, clearly mm. you don't understand me as a person, so mm-hmm. you can, yeah. You know. mm-hmm. But also, what's what's a metric for? You know, you were talking about having a meaningful or f- fulfilling mm. friendship with someone. Mm. That's a really hard metric mm. to come with. Mm. It's like oh let's catch up and you talk for five hours and you're like mm. cool that was meaningful I think mm. I guess so um, I just watched uh, like a like a TED talk the other day uh, and it was com- really not really related to what um, the, the the topic of it was how do you how do you cure the um, like okay. exhausted brain or something something like that okay um, and then this guy goes on this like 15 minute like random deviation um, talk about how he was having conversations with people and they weren't really listening to him. Uh, I'm like, where the fuck is this going? But then the last line of the talk was actually something really interesting. The last line was, in any human interaction, there is never a neutral outcome. You only end up either energized or depleted. True. So, (laughs) you think about it, any social interaction you have, you're either going to feel like good and up or you're going to feel like, man, was that... You know, you, mm. it's gonna like use energy, or it's gonna give you energy. Mm. So you can probably like use that as a measuring stick, and like be honest. You know, when you're chatting with somebody, do you feel like good and upbeat and want this to continue, or are you like you're exhausting? I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Yeah. Get out of my room! Yeah. Yeah. Glass of brandy, mm. frozen fire. Mm. Mm. Out! I said. <laughs> Oh God. Um, but yeah, it was a really interesting way to think of, I guess, like social interaction and, you know, the kind of interactions that you want to have with people. Because mm-hmm. um, I can definitely think of some, which is just like, oh, uh, and like, <laughs> sometimes it's my fault as I well. I guess I'll leave like, the <laughs> Yeah, he smells weird. Um, it's because he shat himself before. <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, no, sometimes it's my fault as well. Like, if, if I can't engage with the person in the right way, then it just doesn't feel like it goes anywhere. It's also pretty um, random because sometimes yeah. they expect you to, you know, interact in a particular way. Mm. Either you don't know or you're not in the mood mm. or they're not in the mood. Mm, mm, mm. Sometimes it clicks, sometimes it doesn't. And it's kind of frustrating because, especially with online chatting, right? If you're talking to someone because you have a trace of it, if you get angry at them or they get angry at you, the next time you look at it, you're like, oh, that's right. You're, mm. you're reminded of like the bad stuff. Mm, mm, mm. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really not a fan of communicating via text because it's just a, such an unnatural way to communicate. Mm. It's just very imperfect. Mm, mm, mm. Um, it's yeah. like, 
a constant conversation that never ends. Mm. Yeah. That's why sometimes I usually like to be like, oh, hey, dude, how you going? Mm. Just to, like, reset it. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, sometimes these conversations don't technically end because you're just sending, you send a meme and then you say something about it and then another thing and you Mm. keep, and that'll Mm. go for, like, weeks. Mm. Yeah. Mm Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I, I get what you mean about online is not quite, you know, perfect for that. Mm. But you could argue that even spoken communication isn't perfect <coughs> as well. We should be doing it like the apes used to. Like, coconut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. you already do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not working. Yeah. Um, Grooming each other's lice. Delicious. Yeah. Because when you're saying something to someone. Yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, like, 50% of the time, it's like, they might get it, mm-hmm. like, either the intent or the meaning of it, or mm-hmm. they'll just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if they're just not listening, right, sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes, especially if they're like this, yeah. and you're talking oh, to them, yeah, and yeah. you're, like, yeah. trying to open up about something, yeah. and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, you've been playing World of Warcraft Classic? <laughs> Kit, would anybody be willing to, the next time you meet up with your friend, mm. sit down sit down for a conversation and just be go just go and just see if they notice and then be like yeah yeah it's a memorable experience it's like oh yeah that's that's cool man I think we're under something I'll think about it how to break the ice in time I'm sure I've done some oh, stupid shit yeah. like that in the last or, week. To be or else, yeah, yeah, or else. Oh, <laughs> no! I was playing one two switch. Wait, what? And there's okay, a monkey game where yeah. you have to beat oh, your chest. And yeah, before yeah. it, I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> making monkey noises. It works. Oh. Okay. We you feel all... returning to your like primal state. Deep. design meetings are like this high, is high IQ we, podcast this is how we, if anyone wants to know how we develop our games it's just, mm. <laughs> just throw a stick at it yeah. and just yeah. start screaming mm. yeah oh jeez Louise <laughs> catch my breath a lot more like screaming oh, than usual oh shit mm. Mm. Um, but yeah like verbal communication isn't always effective of course um, actually do you find mm. How often do you tell your friends things like, okay, something like, you know, I'm really proud of you, of what you've done, what you've achieved recently, <coughs> or even like, I love you, I mm. care about you. How mm. often do you tell it to your friends? Because mm. um, I find that within my circle of friends, mm. what I tell them, mm. some of them will be like, oh, okay, thank you, you know, mm. like, I'll take yeah. it. And others will be like, whoa, <laughs> are, you, are you dying? Mm. Like, they see what's wrong, oh, are you yeah. dying? Like, <laughs> um, I guess... Maybe it's a cultural thing. I feel like some cultures are a bit more open with like uh, expressing like affection mm-hmm. uh, than others. Um, I feel like in Asian culture, it's definitely a bit like reserved. Mm. Um, so I don't think I really say stuff like that that often to my friends. Right. Um, not really sure why, but I, I do think that in Asian culture, it is a bit more like it's weird if somebody says something like really nice to you. But when it happens, it's like because something really big happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I didn't notice that until recently, but Mm. even in in the French culture, Mm. it's 
it's not it's considered a sign of weakness almost hmm. really it, it always <clears throat> like if you say something like you know like oh I love you to your friends or parents oh thank, thank you John for the Keg. host thank you for the host John Keg. thank you <clears throat> um, they'll, they'll be like oh it's oh someone's a bit sensitive huh mm, mm. and they'll just make fun of you mm-hmm. and I think mm. the first time I felt uh, like nice about someone saying that it was here it's mm-hmm. because people don't care as much about what the culture says mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah I guess in the English kind of like cultural so it's, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. interesting yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. but like if I said something like this to my parents they'd be like yeah. the fuck yeah I'm like yeah. oh I'm sorry uh-huh, uh-huh. congratulating you on a, an mm. achievement but mm, mm. alright yeah it's weird like people don't you can definitely speak for the culture mm. being mm. a part of it cause mm. like a lot in like my family life and friendships like it's kind of normal to like say those nice things mm-hmm. to people physical contact mm. hugging someone <clears throat> It's it's very very specific mm. in the French culture. Yeah. Like uh-huh. if you're a male and you have male friends, you can't, you wouldn't hug them. Look, but don't touch. Mm. No, but, <laughs> no, no, seriously, you you might shake their hands, yeah. and if you're really close, you might like give them a pat on the back. But mm. hugging is like, yeah. mm, unless he's your brother or something. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh uh, yeah, I guess like with 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 my guy friends, like you would only hug the people you're really close with. Mm. Um, and actually, no, there's, there's like a weird thing where like certain friends, you'll like shake their hand. Some friends, you'll give them a hug. Some, you give them a fist bump. And it's like, there's this like fluctuating scale of yeah. like, you, if you're really close with someone, you like won't touch them at all. But then if you're like not, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's strange. It's it, maybe it's double standards or it's, something. Like, it's also like, um, extends to like complimenting people yeah. as well. Because I had, I like, I don't have a lot of friends that do it, but one of my friends will, like, every now and then be like, oh, like, I like your shirt, it looks nice, or like, your shoes look nice, or they'll compliment something, something. about you, and mm. it's like, it feels nice when mm. someone says something like that. Mm. And it's, like, quite uncommon, because mm. I think people are a bit scared to say those kind of things. Because mm. it makes you vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Because you're always afraid of what is a person takes it the wrong way yeah, yeah what if, yeah what if they reject your compliment it's always yeah. the, the thing mm. do you know how often it happened to me that i would compliment someone about mm. something mm. in france and mm. they would react you know oh what a weird thing to say or or like why you say, like how dare you say this to me <laughs> and it's like oh you have such nice skin <coughs> what no how dare you no if you, even if you say it to someone like someone that you don't know yeah. that well yeah. you go oh wow i really yeah. like I really like your hair, like uh-huh. nice hair. Yeah. They'd be like, um, okay, <laughs> mm. moving on. Yeah. And you're like, uh-huh. they oh. get it's like an abrasive, like, oh, okay, no, I mm. this is like reserved for love, love no, lovers only. No, but I feel like there's there's that, but there's a degree of like they like to make you feel bad for it. What? Especially in public, there is there is that sense in in the French culture of like if you find someone doing something that you think is wrong, mm. you have to shame them for it. Possibly in front of everyone if you can. That's really strange. Mm. Yeah. It's Especially really someone toxic. just complimented you. It's That's, super toxic. Yeah. What? That's so weird. Yeah. Huh. Can we think of any people who are like super, super affectionate? Like, and they just fully embrace it? Dan says nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dan's alright. Dan's never said I love you to me though. I don't know if he says to you guys, but... <laughs> Um, he doesn't say to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Whereas Callum's just like blushing and mm. he's like, mm. well, yeah. he's got a, got a photograph yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> mm. oh. it's in my wallet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
there's me mum, yeah, yeah. there's me dad, and there's yeah. Dan. <laughs> and then there's Dan. Oh, oh, God. oh sweet, sweet Dan. I think, oh. actually, Ben, Ben E, he's, ben e. he's very affectionate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't care mm-hmm. about showing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I think the world needs a bit more of that, though. Like A little bit more Ben E, right? Share yeah. the love. Uh, one, one is enough. Share the love, you know? <laughs> he's enough for, like, two universes. Oh, maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it, it doesn't happen often as well because, mm. like, it, the more you hear it, Aww. the more you want to go Aww, and say it to thanks, someone Seagulls. else. We love you thanks, too. Well, <laughs> yeah, like the more you hear it, the more you're like, oh, that was nice. Like, mm. I feel like I should say that to people as well every now and then. Mm. There's also the reverse of like someone who says compliments twenty four seven and it yeah. just becomes meaningless. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get that a lot with uh-huh. yeah, someone. Yeah. Maybe my partner. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Shout outs to our sponsor. <laughs> 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 That's like, okay. If someone tells you I love you and you're in a relationship, yeah. personally, yeah. I like to say it once in a while when it's uh-huh. meaningful. Uh-huh. It's like a special moment. Yep. I'm like, oh, just a reminder. Mm. I like you. Mm-hmm. I tolerate mm-hmm. you. Mm. If you just say it every single day, it's mm. like, and here we come. Mm. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't yeah. feel special anymore. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that that was a problem in my previous relationship as well. Yeah. And it was it was something that I didn't really acknowledge until it was like too late. Um, but there's this thing called. Have you heard of the? I think it's the four languages of love or the five languages. Oh, of you, love. you like gifts, whatever, whatever. Gifts, whatever. words of affirmation, yeah. touch, mm-hmm. uh, favors, all of these things. So some people just that is how they, they express. express it. Mm. And when it doesn't fit with your own definitions mm. or like your own methods. It just it doesn't it's it's not effective, right? Yeah. Um, so people people, I tolerate you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you just went. I yeah. tolerate you. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> I tolerate um, you. Yeah. Um, so you were saying yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I think yeah, it, it is actually pretty challenging for people to to connect their different ways of communicating affection. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, for your partner, mm. he might be like, oh, I love you, I love you. And he, to him, it might mean so much, but for you, it could just, just be like, but it's man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, this, this, is why, this is why you kind of have to yeah. meet in the middle, yeah. right? To make it work, you have yeah. to go, okay, I'll say it more, mm. you'll say it less. Mm. Mm. But it's really hard because it's it's a habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, I think when, when someone compliments you, like, once in a while, mm. but they never do it usually, mm. it's so much more special. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. Mm. People are just too damn different. Yeah. Mm. Cancel, cancel, cancel people. Cancel people. <laughs> cancel the apes. Just go back. No, go, I know, go back to the apes, man. The <laughs> apes were all the same. It's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You bring, bring Bay a handful of berries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like everybody's. We, we need a soundboard with Winston doing that. Yeah. Oh, your chest in the right yeah. rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> but I've, I've never met anyone who doesn't have at least some degree mm. of all of these mm. ways of showing affection right yeah. mm. I've never met anyone who's like oh fa- I don't do favours mm. <laughs> I will mm. not help you oh. in any way shape or form but I'll tell you I love you mm. and I'll give you gifts favours <laughs> yeah. fuck that I think some I think with the languages of love I think they talk about which ones come naturally because mm. some people might give a gift like out of obligation for mm. instance right yes. um Whereas if they kind of don't really want to do it, um, but yeah, like, don't you ever get that? Like, honestly, you, you like mean, you're on record now. Sometimes you <laughs> give a gift because it's an obligation. 
Like, if I, somebody gives you a Christmas gift, you're like, all right, I guess I gotta give it. There's definitely gift. like, peop- some people love buying yeah, gifts. Yeah, yeah. And like, when we'll go to like a thing, my mm. partner will be like, oh, I'm gonna buy all these things, and mm. I'm just like, why don't you just buy a couple? You don't have to yeah. spend that much money. Mm. Like, it's mm. different people. Re- recently, there's been a shift in how I, I buy gifts from people because now mm. I'm like, I hate being given shitty crap that I'm not gonna use, mm-hmm. and then I have to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because by it's a nice thought, but then the effort is on me. Mm-hmm. So I'll always be like, okay, do you actually need this, and mm-hmm. are you actually gonna use it? Mm. Yeah. If not. I, I will seriously prefer to be like, okay, mm-hmm. here's a hundred bucks, buy yourself what you want. Yeah. Because I don't want to buy you shit that you're not going to use. Yeah. Because that's how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People don't understand, unfortunately, so they mm. buy me shit all the time and I'm like, <laughs> stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But my parents will just be like, oh, you don't have a microwave, here's a microwave. And I'm like, I don't use it. It's like, just just, just have it. You just don't appreciate yeah. it. No, no, no. Yeah. You're ungrateful, brat. It's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. In this case, can you buy me a good one? Not yeah. a Kmart microwave. It's like, uh-huh. oh, you're never satisfied. It's like, yeah. not satisfied with it's you. Like, well, I, sure. I can just go down to Kmart and buy a, yeah. buy a microwave. But, but clearly, no, clearly no, because you haven't done it. Uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> uh, chicken and egg problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. I'll take your microwaves. <laughs> it's gone. I'll help you out. It's, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Is it free? Mm. I'll take it. Mm. <laughs> Do, do you need it? Mm. Well, no, but it's free. Mm. No, I need to resist. I need to resist. Uh, there are two microwaves in my apartment. Cause I are they yours? No, uh, well, one of them was already there, and then another one, <laughs> the housemate like, uh, brought his. No, one of so them was, was just, definitely yeah. already there. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I stole your microwave. So you come in, you get like, Picasso yeah. paintings on oh, the yeah. wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Winston is probably a hoarder. Mm. Mm. Like, uh, seahorse. I uh, didn't really want to give a card to that person dating parent, but there's a risk of them noting that you gave something to everyone or else parents saying, gee, it would have been nice if you did. Oh, yeah, yeah I see what you mean. It's like, mm. say you have the perfect gift for someone, but not someone else. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, uh, yeah. It's the same thing as like, you have a party and you want to invite everyone, but the one person uh-huh. and they all know each other and you're like, yeah. Obviously, it's a declaration of war. So I'm not <laughs> going to do this. Yeah, yeah. But I think we'll all hit a stage in life mm-hmm. and we'll be like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't yeah. like you that much. Mm-hmm. You're not coming to my party. Yeah. Suck yeah. it up. Mm. Nick yeah. is already at this stage. Yeah, I did so. that when I haven't finished high school. Wow. She's so mature. Mm. Get yeah. out. Mm. Get out. I'm here for you to keep this. Yeah. Oh. oh. Um. Powerful. No, I'm joking. What? It's also not. Mm. Get nope. out. All right, we got. Out, I said. Oof. <laughs> Oof. We're we're coming to the closing minutes of the uh, of the podcast. Uh, if anybody has any Q and A, anything goes. Now is the time. Uh, if you want to know what um, poo smells like, we can describe that for you. No, um, we can show you. We can show you. <laughs> Kellen, demonstrate. We can show you. All right, just just put put your put your ass cheeks like right up against the webcam. <laughs> just get that real like four D view. Oh no. One man, one job. <laughs> yeah, oh, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> one man, one webcam. <laughs> you reckon that'll fit, Kel? No. Oh, it yeah, will. You just, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, we'll find a way. You just gotta, like, right. get uh, it in with the side and then, like... <laughs> on the side? Like, yeah. Don't yeah. make yeah, noises. Yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> now, Winston, trust me, it's all about practice. Yeah. Eight, all right. Eight. It's not a... It's more like a... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> oh dear. Um, anyway. Anyway, uh, I hope John Kegg's audience who hosted us is enjoying. Um, <laughs> full of regrets, man. Yeah, who are these like, people? What the fuck? Climbing on tables um, to take shit. I could talk a little bit about um, our games. We're working on controller support for Rumbo. First Blood um, and a few accessibility features for the Steam version. Please look forward to that. If you own the game, uh, you can try out the uh, some of the changes on the experimental branch. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, check the Steam announcements and we have instructions there. But we are looking for feedback on how to make that better. Yeah, so, we're actively uh, supporting it to mm-hmm. to make sure people get the best experience. Yep, out yep. Given, given our Could learn it from us, Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, stop the stream before I bring up internet making friendships more complicated that way. <laughs> mm. Well, we can say we can save that one for next time, right? Eh? Yep. Mm. Mm. Oh boy. Um. What else are we doing? Yeah. What's um? Have, have we got some Q and A for each other? Q and A for each other. Yeah. Truth or dare? Oh. <laughs> um. Dare. Uh, but it's Winston. Are you telling me <laughs> like, to take a shit? <laughs> 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 on the topic of poop, uh, has anyone done the whole light uh, a bag uh, of poop on someone's doorstep and ring the doorbell? No, because no, it's a that's awful. fire hazard. That's awful. I'm, I'm I can't actually, believe people would actually do that. I'm actually way more worried about setting the building on fire. Yeah. Mm. It's funny, but also mm. if they fuck it up and they burn to death, mm. I have that on my conscience. Like, How flammable is your poop? Pretty it's a fucking like gasoline. It's just like a nuclear bomb. That's when it. They, like when they step on it, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's nasty. Yeah. Uh. That's nasty. Well, I, have, I don't. I haven't done that. No. I wasn't have really you? a prankster no, as a kid. Like, I would just. I would just be upset. The 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 like. breadth of my pranks was like calling random numbers, to prank them, or like calling those hotlines on TV yeah. and like. Annoying the call center people, oh. or like ding dong, <laughs> ding dong ditching. Yeah, that's like ding teenage years. That's what I, we would do every now and then. How do you have before. time for that? I don't know. In high school, go to go to a friend's house. Like, what do we do? I don't know. It's like twelve thirty oh. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't go to a friend's yeah. house. Yeah. Couldn't prank. Did you prank? Did you prank the? <laughs> I didn't do it on my yeah. own. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there with my yeah. hands on my lap, yeah. and I'm like, all right, prank time. Guess I'll prank yeah. call a random number <laughs> today. Playing and a I, prank. Yeah. Can you meet my friend? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Phone wasn't even connected. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows how it's going to end. All poop is flammable. My neighbor did that to me, I'm sure. Kid's birthday party or something. Son of a bitch. Kid's birthday party. Lucky. Oh. Can you imagine? I'm, I'm just on the side of... Can you imagine how pissed off you would be if someone did that to you? Like, if, if you open your door and there's a fucking flaming poo... Or flaming bag, and you step on it, and it's fucking shit. I would be so mad. Is this I would just, I would I would go just ballistic. stare at it and be like, like why? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be more like... Because <laughs> I've seen it so often that... What's the point? I would be, I would be filled with, like, murderous rage. <laughs> I would be so upset. Really? Yeah. Dude... I, I poo belongs in the toilet, or on the table, uh, here, but depends. not on my shoe! <laughs> it depends what you're into, but I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. So meaningless. Life is meaningless. <laughs> Just give up all hope. Like that Cancel microwave anyway. you got. Yeah. Meaningless. Mm. Mm. Cancel dogs. The worst thing. You know, you know what is the worst thing, Callum? If I use Skype and I've got my webcam on, and if they happen to see the microwave in that angle, they're like, <laughs> oh, well, 
what's that in the background? And you're like, oh, fuck you. God damn it. Hang up. Um, cats you... or dogs, which is better? Cats. Uh, is that really a question? <clears throat> fuck me. It's up to the no? individual. No, I no, love no, no, cats, no. but I also love dogs, and I can never decide. Mm. Um, <laughs> cats are so much better. I like cats I like, I like the ease of having a cat because they're so low maintenance. Yeah. But dogs are just so happy and affectionate mm. and that. loving. Mm. It's it's like saying I love you every day. It's mm. always happy. But then like sometimes they're not and they just lay there and do their own thing. But how so. often does that happen? Like one percent of the time. Depends on what dog you get. There's a, there's a dog for everyone. Mm. Okay. Do they have sad dogs? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the saggy face ones. No, but they, they look sad, but they don't act sad. Are you saying that you're just sad and you want a sad dog? Yes. Oh. I want to be like John Wick. Oh. John I mean, Wicko and his good boy. Some cats are very cuddly and needy. Yeah, yeah that's true. They're, like they're, they're rare. I, I've, I've, um, my, my neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my neighbor's cat is, mm. um, very, very clingy. But they're very friendly. Like, they go up to you mm. and they're like, enjoy the attention um, I've, I've really met a cat who's really clingy it's, mm. they're usually kind of like standoffish mm. and then you kind of get them to trust you and then mm-hmm. they become nice mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but dogs are always like I love you mm. <laughs> feed me and mm. I love you mm. so just it's the joy is infectious <laughs> at least for me I, I think it's a yeah. it's nice mm. but I think 24-7 would get on my nerves mm. also you gotta you gotta get them out and they, mm. can't, they can't clean themselves properly mm. You gotta carry their poop around. Mm. Cats, cats. Ca- cat just buried. Cat are like cats are like. I'll take care of this myself. <laughs> right. I don't need you, human. Cats are naturally good at interior design. They will get rid of the junk on your tables and desks. Yes. <laughs> um, very good at physics as well. Uh, well, this bounce. Uh huh. Maybe this will. Yeah. <laughs> one by one. Oh God. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well. I think, um, I think that's that's good. Though. That is that is that is good. All right, Callum. But yeah, make sure you subscribe. Yeah, we're g- trying to get fifteen subs to yeah. that to like get some new yes. shit. Great Fury and Callum will do a poo on the screen. Fifteen uh, sub goal. Fifteen <laughs> poop poos. on table. Yeah, poop on table. Um. All right, hit that, hit that. If we get a sub in the next um, thirty seconds, Callum will like let out a single nugget of poo on the table. This is a teaser. <laughs> Teaser. No, got thirty seconds. That'll be, that'll be the intro yeah. to next on Thursday's stream, which you can. Oh God! Yeah. It's when we play shit games. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um. Shit games. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. We'll uh, catch you at the next stream. Hit subscribe and all the good things. Twitter will love that shit. Peace. All right. <laughs> See everybody. Bye. Bye, bitch. Okay. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>